Bron Harrison here from Be Rhythmic, where we believe in a world where people can heal, grow, be moved, and feel good through music. Evening, Will. Thank you so much for um, chatting with me. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about your journey to this point in your life with drums. And I want to learn a little bit from you about what got you to this point and what your challenges were and the good times, the bad times, and just so that you might be able to help others um, on their journey. So firstly, huge congratulations. Thank you. Um, what happened this week for you? I completed my grade eight Trinity exam and I received my marks, which granted me a distinction with 89 out of, out of 100, which is very exciting for me. Put in a lot of work, in Dis my opinion. So distinctions are the highest level that you can get, um, and grade eight is obviously the highest grade in the grades. It was, it was difficult, it was very difficult. <laughs> it was difficult. It was very difficult. So, I wanna ask you a couple of questions. Um, well, let's go back in time actually, and then we'll lead up to this exam and what's happened. Because I just want to paint a little bit of a picture um, for anyone that's listening. It's a bit of, to do with your backstory, what your life's been. So how old were you when you started playing? I believe I was nine. Nine years old? Nine, year three. Year three. And what got you into it? Um, I think my big brother had started playing guitar and my, like most little brothers, I wanted to do what my big brother was doing, um, but obviously couldn't play what he was playing, so went through a couple of ideas and, and mum and dad eventually settled on the drums and fell in love with it. Fell in love with it. What made you fall in love with it? I don't know. I really, I wish I could put a finger on it. Yeah? But um, I think I think at the point where I'm now with drums, it's, it's like any instrument really, it, it's just how much it helps in your life and how, how much you love it. But, I, I, yeah, I don't know what made me fell in love with it. I, I think I more fell in love with music than I did with a specific instrument. That's interesting. But, but <laughs> now that I can play drums, I, I, I mean, I obviously wouldn't choose anything else. And tell me, so what is it about music that you've fallen in love with? Um, well, with my music listening, I've gone through like lots of little kids going through many stages, um, stages like where I listen to dad's music and um, stuff like Neil Young and Warren Zevon and stuff like that, and then I listen to lyrically based stuff like some some Dead Kennedys, which is some not very easy listening, but that's that was one of the bands that I listened to a lot and fell in love with the lyrical side and its effect how blatantly it can affect people's views and, and the influence on people. Um, and then coming off that, listening to a lot of, I, on the other end of the spectrum, listening to a lot of jazz, which in my opinion can do the same thing without the words. Um, so, yeah. And how does, how does um, both the jazz and both the more lyrical pieces that have influenced you over the years, how do they make you feel? They, they make me feel a lot and I think that's, that's why my like, range of listening to music has, has widened so, so much is because 
each piece of music or each group can invoke different feelings and then the more you listen, the more you want to feel, to feel different things. Um, so it, it depends. Usually I listen to how I wake up, the feeling I'm waking and how I wake up. Because I listen to music on the bus every day and, and, it, and I'll listen to something different every day. So if, depending on the mood, how I wake up, it'll decipher what I'm listening to instead of, instead of the other way around. Interesting. Mm. So your mood will dictate your listening habits yeah. as opposed to your listening habits having an influence yeah. over mood. It'll sort of, your mood will be set first and you'll use music to sort of complement. At, at the start, yeah. At the start. Usually it can, it can wane once I start to, to listen to the music, you know, different songs can get you onto different feeling music, but it's, um, yeah, usually. Awesome. I understand you've started tutoring yes. over the last year? I believe so, yeah. Over the last year? Yeah. Um, tell me, what now that you're in the shoes of a tutor and not just student, what are the characteristics of an ideal student? What characteristics does a student that might be able to reach your level, what do they possess and what do they have? Um, I think... A, a student, not a necessarily naturally talented student, but more an interested student. So someone who has a genuine interest to get better at the instrument that they are playing. Um, and, it, and it's something that you kind of you unlock that knowledge at different points for some people. Um, and and for me, I think it, was, it would have been a couple of years ago where you... You learn, it's, what I noticed is I learned one thing, I think it was grade, last year, I think it was grade seven. And it was where my drumming had taken a step up with the technicality of it. And something clicked where I, I learned that learning was the best part and, and unlocking those massive steps to your drumming. Um, was was the best part so i think a student that can learn that earlier yeah. would be the best student because then it's the role of a tutor becomes more of an influencer than a, a teacher it's sure. more it, it's more self-directed if you will now i've had the privilege of being able to tutor you for a number of years will if i could ask you for three words that pop into your head about your experience um, of learning with me, with Be Rhythmic. Mm -hmm. What are your three words? Three words. How you would summarise, it would encapsulate how you feel about learning drums and what it's meant for you. Um, I think, as basically it is, I think helpful would be a massive one. Um, I think that learning drums is not just learning drums. It's it's learning. You learn you learn discipline, but you also learn a skill that just helps so much, especially going through high school, um, when you you just have a million things happening. It is it is in my opinion, for my experience with high school as well. And I know, I know, Bron's seen a lot of that. Um, it 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 helps so so much. Like I can't put words to it. Um, it's when I 
come home and I'm angry or, or upset of the day or got a bad mark, it's not, I don't, I don't sit down, I don't do anything else, I play drums. And, and coming, yeah, I, and, and doing all this work for, for the grade eight, um, even this, just this last week, from, from coming, from doing an hour of practice every afternoon, I now come home and play drums complete, like with my eyes closed, not thinking about anything, just playing drums for at least half an hour. And the difference between walking into the room and starting to play drums, my feeling then, and then walking out, it's like having a walk on a beach somewhere for two hours in the quiet, walking through a rainforest or something. It is, it's sublime, it's, it's unreal. And, and, it's, and it's corny, it's, it's gonna sound very corny, I know that, but it, it's hard, it's hard how, like there's not really another way to explain it. I think it can sound corny to people that maybe haven't experienced it. Yeah. But once you've experienced that yeah. level of elation, once you've put in a, a great deal of work and you've sort of popped out the other side, yeah. I think for anyone that's, that's gone to those kind of lengths of achievement, then it doesn't sound corny at all. Yeah, you that's just, true. You sort of smile and go, yep, I know that feeling. Yeah, that feeling. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So helpful was the first the first word and thank you for going in and explaining more about that and you know discipline and school and yeah. things like that what's the second sort of I guess theme or thing that um, you know when you think of drums and learning um, learning drums or learning a musical instrument well I think all my three words would really tie in with helpful I think music knowledge would be a big one something that, and like another thing that I've only really learnt with with the starting learning the marimba is um, is the how much there is to learn about music and how much again you want you want to learn when you discover how much there is to learn um, and I think that has been unlocked with the years that we've we've had lessons yeah um, just the, the sheer scale of music itself, really. Um, and, and when I think about drum lessons and, and drums, that's it's what I think about. I think about learning a new thing. So it's more like the more you learn, the more you realise... The more there is to learn. There's more, <laughs> yeah. there's more to learn. Yeah, that's it. Totally. And what would be your third area? So we've got helpful and we've got that ongoing sense of understanding that there's more knowledge out there yeah. when you sort of yeah. break through more levels of knowledge what else um is a feeling that you're left with or experience that you feel um that really encapsulates your experience of, of learning drum kit and learning a musical instrument i'm not sure i i i i'm struggling to find a a, a word for it because it's always been a sub obviously always been a subconscious feeling that i've had um, through through learning drums. Um, let's, let's tap into that then. Subconscious. You mentioned the word subconscious. When you talk about subconscious, what do you mean? Um, well, like like all these words that I'm only just starting to realise on. I think this is my seventh or maybe eighth year of drum. Yeah. And that is that all these these learning habits are happening without me knowing, without me saying this happened today and and, and I learned something new, you know? Yeah. Um, 
so yeah it's it's almost it's hard it's hard especially as as kids to realize or put a put a name on what you are learning and when you're learning it um and and it's also hard to trust because I, I know parents know that you're learning and they can see that you're learning your tutors can see that you're learning and a lot of the time you're the only person that can't see your progression because you're just doing it and it's a, it's a subconscious progression um and and that's what's so what i found so helpful about the the grades is because there is literally like there's a sheet of paper in front of me that says and has a number on my progression almost right which i mean obviously would not help for everyone i know a thousand musicians that would hate that and hate the exam process and everything about it but i for, for me personally having that those stages and those goals so distinct and outlined is is something that helps visualize that and then gives you some self-confidence in that as well tell me a little bit more about your goals and your process for setting goals and how you broke sort of things down to, to achieve yeah goals or how you got how you reached your goals um well it's it's something that i feel i feel goals are are more and more necessary with the depending on the amount of work which i know some people might not agree with but i think you know within yourself how much you really do know how much work you have to do um whether you whether you ignore it or not because i know with my school exams um and and subjects that I particularly enjoy, I I will pretend like I don't have a lot of work, but I definitely do, and I know that I'll need to do more work than I say that I need to do. Yeah. Um. And that's and that's why, when you have a real interest in it, you know how much work you need to do, and you will do that work because you you want the end goal. Um. So. Really, I think I think goals are well. Goals should be deciphered by the student. Um, and if the, the goals that are set aren't up to par, there will be a point where the student realises that. Um, whether it's too late, who knows, <laughs> but they, they will know, they will know how much work there is to do. And just to finish up, if you were to pass on advice to a young student mm -hmm. who's just starting out drums, mm -hmm. And a student that has gone through maybe a couple of the lower grades and they're wondering about, you know, they might hit grade four or grade five and they're like, wow, this is really hard. Yeah. Can you just talk to me, I guess, in two ways? One, to the young student who's just starting out, what advice you would give a young person? Yeah. Like, think back to the nine-year-old Will. Yeah. Right. right. What would you tell that nine-year-old Will? Right. And secondly, what would you tell another student that is thinking, ah, oh, this is starting to get hard now. How do I navigate right. this challenge? Okay. I guess. Yeah. Um, look, that, yeah, that's something that I hear a lot about and I've seen with even some of my friends. Um, but again, I think it's up to the person, really, the personality of the person but it's when you hit something difficult like that, which I have probably with every grade I've done really, um, 
you you do think is it is it worth it because it's 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 really worrying um and and for some the initial response can be as and from parents as well can be is it going to take away the students love for music sure but i think look i think i think if if it's necessary you can you can wait time you can always wait time to before you complete your odds but or like an exam but m- my advice would be really i think one thing that i wish that i learned earlier is to is to listen listen to a lot of music obviously this is something i wish i learned a while ago is to listen to a lot of music but listen to a wide variety of music and get as many influences as you can in terms of drummers learn if you have a favorite band learn the name of the drummer of your favorite band and youtube videos of them i remember starting out and i only knew the name of one drummer and that was chad smith and that was the drummer of the chili peppers and that was my favorite drummer and now i can well i'd like to think i can i, I look up to drummers like elvin jones tony williams um even some contemporary drummers um but and and that's another element that comes into developing your own sound as well when you move on further with your own drumming but it's going to be that those influences that will decipher whether you go down the the exam path or or you don't um but i i would take comfort in the fact that if you had more than two even more than two drumming influences that you would not give up drums you would not give up the music instrument um because you've always you're always going to be thinking i want you we always going to think i want to play like them and and you're always going to be listening to their drumming and whether it is and even if it's something like finding a song in the exam that sounds like one of their songs or even sounds like if you can pick out traits of the the drummer's technique or or style and you can pinpoint those those areas which would be difficult for a younger drummer but it, it it's on your journey what age do you think you were or what level of exams or what grade at school were you when you actually started to take an interest in doing your own research and looking into other drummers um for me it was late I, I came very late to this realisation. Um, for me, it was probably last year in year 10. Yeah. Uh, year 10, for me, I've spoken to you a lot about, was a, a rough year. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um, and, and that was where I turned to music completely. And for me, it was the only thing that stopped me from dropping out almost, which I probably never would have done, but never would have the guts to do it. But I wouldn't have, would have been a lost cause pretty much if I had not found music. So it was a sort of strength. Absolutely. That you could turn to. Absolutely, fully. Um, and being able to pinpoint those influences and apply them to the drum set is is even kind of a personal goal. You don't have to voice it, but if you can play along to the track and sound like the drummer you're listening to, yeah, that is as good as as completing a grade. Yeah. Um, in a in a minor sense, but um, I think that that's a big thing is listen to a lot of music, get influences, and that will 
most certainly drive your love for, for music and, and drums? I wasn't going to ask this, but it's just popped in my head. Okay. And I've had people ask me right. when I've been interviewed, where to now? Right. Um, and often you feel very put on the spot because you're like, haven't thought about that. I've just, you know, just got, got to this amazing achievement. Yeah. But if you did fast forward five years' time, right. say, I know next year you've got your HSC. Yeah. How do you think music will be in your life? Well, I know I'll still be playing drums. I know that. Um, whether it's on a practice pad somewhere in, a, in an apartment or what, whatever it is, um, probably still be in mum's house. But <laughs> it, um, I think I would, personally, I'd love to be playing music with other musicians. Um, I'd love to be playing gigs. I'd love to be doing, making my own music. Um, but I'm also hoping to, to study music, um, which, which was a big decision for me to, to decide to do that. Um, only because it is just so terrifying <laughs> to, to, to really put yourself out there as a, as a drummer and, um, into, into a world of other amazing drummers. Um, which is probably the biggest fear is that you will be drowned out by the other talent. But it it's I'm excited for that. I'm excited to to play with other musicians and develop my skills even more um, through more learning because that's what I have decided that I like is that is the learning. The learning process. And I, and I couldn't and that's what made me choose it is I I can't see myself stopping learning. Or putting an end to that, so I, I think I have to really. It's like a moral obligation to continue this learning. So keep searching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How fabulous! Well, from the bottom of my heart, I am so incredibly proud of you. Um, from the little nine-year-old boy <laughs> that I met, to what has now become a completely accomplished musician, um, a young person. You've still got your HSC ahead of you, yeah. which is just incredible. Um, I have seen you grow on so many fronts and all those areas that you were talking about, those, those areas of sort of discipline and helpfulness and how that sort of translated through your life and, and I've seen that happen. I, and, and now the proof is in the pudding with this excellent and very difficult to obtain result in um, grade eight. I just want to say um, thank you and I want to say good luck. Um, I believe in you. The whole team at Be Rhythmic believes in you and I can only see sunshine and rainbows ahead um, for your future. So keep up the incredible work, Will, and thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ron. Thank you. Ron Harrison is the author and producer of the Be Rhythmic podcast, sound designed by Be Recording. We couldn't do this podcast without our wonderful tutors and students. For more episodes, go to berhythmic.com.au.